Real quick, before we get started, I want to talk about Andy Reid's face shield. Because it was amazing. It was amazing to see. It was just fogging up the entire game. I mean, come on, Andy. Just wear a mask. And then, you know, wipe off your glasses every couple of seconds when it gets fogged up. I mean, you're an offensive genius, man. You don't think you can figure out how to stop a simple face guard from foaming up? All right, Andy. You won the game. You won the game. Welcome to the sports experience. Da-da-da. All right, beat one really quickly. I'm going to talk about, you know, kneeling for the anthem and stuff like that. So if you don't want to hear that, just skip a couple minutes ahead. So here's what happened. I'm going to go over the events that transpired before the game. And here's what happened. Uh, Beyonce's song, Black is King. I think that's what it's called. I've never listened to it. But apparently it's, it's good, I guess. I don't know. But they played it before the national anthem. And the Chiefs players all came out and they stood there. And they stood locked arms in the end zone. And they stood and they listened. And so that was a cool gesture. The Texans decided to stay in the locker room, which I'll talk about in a minute. Then the National Anthem came on. Texans still standing, staying in their locker rooms. National Anthem plays, and not a single chief kneels. So you can put all your pitchforks and say, and stop saying that, it's too political, they're kneeling for the National Anthem, it's awful! They're not, they're not. There was one player who did, though, and his name is Alex Okafer. And he was injured this game. He kneeled for the National Anthem. I don't know why. I don't know why he was the only one who did it. But I do know that it is not a political gesture. And because the Black Lives, Black Lives Matter isn't political. It's been turned. It's been twisted into a political narrative. But it's not political at the end of the day. So I think what we need to realize is that it's a statement. It's saying, you know what? Black Lives Matter. And if you're going to boo that, which is what some chiefs did, if you're going to, Chiefs fans, if you're going to boo that, then that is ridiculous. I don't understand why you would boo that. And here's what happened. They all went to midfield. They all locked arms. Both teams locked arms. And they stood there as signs flashed above them saying, Chiefs Kingdom believes Black Lives Matter. Some of the fans started booing that. And when you get to that point where you are booing a sign that says Black Lives Matter, I don't understand what's going on in your headspace when you say this. Because I feel as if that that's not okay. Because you're essentially saying, you know what? His life does not matter as much as my life does. His life does not is not equal to this guy's life. What? You can't possibly say that. Or believe that. We live in a time where it's so hard to comprehend that people believe that. And yet we see it on a national scale. We see it on national TV. They, these people know that they're on national TV. That's why they're doing it. That's why they're booing a sign that says, you know what? This guy's life matters the same as this guy's life. And it's not political. It's been twisted as political. But it's not. So I'm sorry if you just think that one life is not equal to another's life. Let's get actually into the sports. Yes, yes, football is back, and it gets off to an amazing start with the Chiefs beating the Texans 34 to 20. It was amazing. It, I, it was a great opening night, and it really gave me hope that you know we might actually be able to do this football season. 
today we'll be recapping the Thursday night football game, Chiefs versus Texans. I'll be recapping that in a very happy tone because the Chiefs won. And also we'll be going over the stat line as well as talking about the Texans' future in this league, all in the sport experience. So first, let's start off with my main, like, you know, theme for tonight. Uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Oh my gosh. That's all I have to say about him because he had an amazing game. He had... Okay, I'm going to read you the stat line. 25 carries. That's unheard of for the Chiefs. We're a passing offense. And we had 25 carries with this one guy who, let me remind you, that was his first game. He's a rookie. And we gave him 25 carries in the opening night of this entire season, this unprecedented season. You want to know how many yards he had? He had 138 yards. He averaged 5.5 yards a carry, and he got a one touchdown. And let me tell you, it was amazing to watch. He made such an amazing cut. He went fast. It was just like, boom, boom. And he had like a 25-yard run where he ran he ran over a guy and then, boom, juked a guy out of his shoes, went to the end zone for his only touchdown of the game. There's one negative I will say about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is that he is unusable on the goal line. Uh, he had like, I believe, like eight goal line carries. Didn't get in once. He got stuffed. In fact, he moved backwards, really, on the goal line. So... I think what we need to gather from that is we need to put Daryl Williams in instead of Clyde Edwards-Hilaire on the goal line. Uh, Chiefs struggled at first at the opening stages of the game. Texans jumped out immediately. Uh, not immediately. They went three and out first drive. Then the Chiefs came out and got downfield and boom, like third play of the third play of the drive. Patrick Mahomes slings it to Demarcus Robinson for like 50 yards downfield in the end zone. Boom, touchdown. Everybody goes crazy. Well, it turns out Demarcus Robinson did not keep possession of the football, so it was ruled incomplete pass. Then Mahomes got sacked. Then we had to punt. So, hooray. We went from touchdown to field goal position to punting. And let me tell you, our new punter, Ted, uh, not Tedrick Thompson, uh, Thomas Townsend, he's our new punter for uh, the Kansas City Chiefs for this new year because we released Dustin Colquitt. And let me tell you, he is amazing. He's kicking moonshots over here. Maybe I'm just biased, but he's just like, boom! It's like, it was like a cannon. Uh, I'm biased, obviously, but it was great. It was great seeing him kick. Uh, he landed a one inside the five, which was really cool. Uh, he has amazing long hair, and I guess I want to throw something out there that might be the best idea I've ever had. You put Tommy Townsend's hair on Gardner Minshew's mustache, and you create... The most perfect human being you loved well. Because he's got an amazing hair. Okay, okay. Or maybe you put Clay Matthews' hair on Gardner Minshew's mustache. I'm, I'm getting uh, sidetracked. But the point is, it was a great first game. Kyler was there, had an amazing game. Only negatives being, you know, not very good on the goal line. Which is expected, because he's a tiny guy. And all committed to everyone else. He's like 5'8". And so, you know, that's what we just got to take away from that. But an amazing game, regardless of him. And then he wasn't the only rusher, obviously. We had Daryl Williams. He ran for seven carries in 23 yards. Not utilized as much, but he was used. You can definitely see him being a power back. He was more used out of the receiving game than anything else. Uh, at the opening stages of the game, you know, we stopped the Texans. And after our terrible drive where we kind of went backwards, the Texans ran over us. They just pounded the ball with, uh, with what's his name? David Johnson. They pounded the ball with David Johnson, and he was just running us over, making us look silly. Chiefs couldn't tackle anyone to save their lives, and it remained the constant theme throughout the game. We couldn't tackle anybody. But, but, we were able to stop them eventually throughout the game. But on that drive, they scored, making it 7-0. Then we fired back. We scored, boom, 
In the second quarter, we scored 17 points. We look like a completely different team. Patrick Mahomes throwing dots left and right. Boom! Boom! It was amazing. And I think that's my new sound effect. Boom! Boom! Let's talk about the receiving game for the Kansas City Chiefs. For the Kansas City Chiefs, Sammy Watkins actually led the team in receiving yards. If you remember last year, he led the team in receiving yards. He scored three touchdowns last year in the season opener against the Jaguars. This time, he led the team with seven receptions and 82 yards and 11.7 uh, receiving yards. A catch with one touchdown. It was definitely not a huge receiving game. Patrick Mahomes had 211 yards for three touchdowns, 24 uh, completions with 32 attempts. But definitely not, it, was, it wasn't a passing game. It was more of, we just fed the rock to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had, had more carries than Patrick Mahomes had completions. That's crazy, especially for the Chiefs. Are we a running team now? Are we? I don't know. This game has me so confused on everything I used to know. <laughs> and uh, to move on, Tyreek Hill did not receive a ton of targets that game. I don't know if they were doubling, double teaming him. But it looked like he just wasn't getting open. And Patrick Mahomes didn't really have the connection with him. He did end up getting five receiving, uh, five receptions for 46 yards and one touchdown. That one touchdown was a back shoulder catch that... Well, no, a front shoulder catch that he made over the shoulder of Bradley Roby, the corner that was shadowing him the entire time. There was one play that I remember that sticks out in my memory is when Patrick Mahomes rolling to his left in the... Like, in... Uh, Inside the 20, he's rolling to his left. Boom! Right over in the middle is a perfect dot right at Demarcus Robinson. And it was just an amazing throw, but Demarcus Robinson dropped it. And Demarcus Robinson has a pattern of dropping touchdowns. He did it early in the game, and he did it later in the game. It's not good, and he's got to need to polish that up. I get that it's worst game jitters, but he does seem to have a pattern about it. He didn't last year, so I don't know what to say about that. Now, let's talk about the defense. The defense was a struggle for me. Uh, it, it did okay. Uh, after we gave up that horrible first drive for the Texans, we managed to hold them throughout the entire game until the fourth quarter where they got a few, 13 garbage points that were, we weren't even trying, and I really don't count those to the final score. But the team just couldn't tackle. Tackling was the huge issue. I get that there's a pandemic and they're out of practice, but it was just bad. The tackling wasn't there, and for a defense, it needs to be there. I mean, they looked okay. The pass rush was good. I mean, Chris Jones forced uh, one and a half sacks. Uh, Frank Clark got in there for a sack. Doriano Daniel came in there for a sack. You know, they all had good plays. I think the one very quiet piece was Willie Gay Jr. Never saw him. Apparently, he made, like, he never saw him. Never saw him in the game. He's gone. And same with Juan Thornhill. He made one tackle, but I barely saw him the entire game. It's like he wasn't making a huge impact. Alex Okafor left early with a hamstring injury, and Traverius Ward also left with a hand injury, which is not good because watching our secondary play, which is what I was about to get to, watching our secondary, we need cornerback help. Legereus Sneed played out of his mind, but even that sometimes wasn't even enough to stop the Texans, and they were barely even passing the ball. It was just all ground and pound with David Johnson. But when they did pass the ball, it seemed like Deshaun was just finding people over and over and over and over and over and over again. It makes me wonder why Bill O'Brien didn't just pass the ball more. But they threw it. When they had when they did throw it, they had people wide open all the time. And we need a better secondary. Uh, you know, tackling, again, huge issue. We need to shore that up if we want to be good. So, the entire story of the game was Texans played great first quarter. Couldn't do a thing second quarter. 
Sean Watson did throw an interception, but that was when Tyron Matthew forced pressure, knocked him to the ground, and Sean Watson kind of forced it in the air, and it was picked by the rookie Legereus Sneed, who looks like a bright spot. He does look like a bright spot. And running the ball, David Johnson got 11 carries for 77 yards and seven runs a carry and one touchdown. He scored the first touchdown of the entire NFL season. Good job. But you were playing against the Chiefs defense, okay? I don't know if we've improved a whole lot. It was hard to tell. But, you know, and I never saw Kenny Stills once that entire game. I never saw him. Maybe it's because he was off screen or I, I don't know. He wasn't there at all. You know, the receiving game was lackluster. They chose not to pass the ball a whole lot. Will Fuller was clearly the clear target with eight receptions and 112 yards, zero touchdowns, however. He was the only person who got more than four receptions. So there's a problem there. And you know, the main takeaway from this entire game is that the Chiefs are the Chiefs. And you cannot stop us because we are going to the Super Bowl. Yes, you heard it right. Clyde Edwards there, new running back MVP. He's going to be insane this year. I'm already predicting it, okay? I'm high on that Clyde Edwards talent. And it is going to be the greatest season that the Chiefs have ever had. You know, with Patrick Mahomes' first game, we had an amazing offense, terrible defense. But then the next year, we had pretty good defense, pretty good offense. But now this year, we're going to have both. We're going to have amazing defense, amazing offense. Defense is a little ways to go. But they're going to be amazing. And I believe, I believe that we will win the entire Super Bowl. Maybe that's just biased. Maybe it's not. I always remember. Go Chiefs. Also, 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 I was on, uh, this guy's, his name, his channel name is Get a Grip Sports Football. It, I had a lot of fun being on there. I gave my predictions for the NFL. And I think you know who I predicted to come out on top. Anyways, thank you so much for watching. And always remember, go Chiefs. And who are we playing next week? We are going to be playing the Chargers next week. So, always remember, go Chiefs and beat the Chargers. Thank you so much for participating on the Disney ride that I like to call a podcast, The Sports Experience.